This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Welcome to the Really Awful Movies Podcast, a celebration of low-budget cinema. It's another apocalyptic prediction about to come true. Winds of death sweep across the world, and whole continents will be cast adrift in an ocean of blood. Chris, and along with Jeff, we're bringing you the very best and worst of horror, sci-fi, action, exploitation, kung fu, and women in prison movies from the 1970s to today. Be sure and check out reallyawfulmovies.com for reviews, interviews, lists, and terrific movie giveaways. From our downtown Toronto headquarters, here's episode 10, Terror Vision. Terror vision. Bum, bum, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a weird one. Uh, you know, a sort of oddball family sets up a satellite dish and manages to pull in not just uh, obscure porn channels and action <laughs> films and B, B movie channels, but uh, a creature from another uh, another galaxy. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. That's just the bare bones outline. But now, yeah, there's way more to it than that. This is campy, goofy fun. This is just a goofy, goofy, really funny sort of 80s. Uh, Throw, throw everything at the wall, see what sticks moving. I mean, it's pretty... <laughs> Spaghetti theory. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I mean, uh, the one thing I find really f- interesting, Chris, is uh, this movie was written and directed by uh, Ted Nicolau, who it was the sound recordist on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, which is odd. He's so, a bit of an odd guy, too. So the same guy that was recording like, those animalistic squeals and, you know... <laughs> Yeah. You know, the, the pigs and the cows and what have you. Was, yeah, you know, this guy puts out this sort of corny 1960s, uh, you know, monster movie. Yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, this, this movie's a hoot. So, um, yeah, you mentioned that, you know, but so before we get into the whole uh, alien thing, let's talk a bit about the family. Yeah, the family, I guess the uh, mother and father and two kids, it's a satire of, I guess, uh, southern uh, California culture at the time. Yeah. So you got, the, actually the... the the uh, mother and father are swingers. They're swingers. Yeah. And the uh, female half is played by Mary Warrenoff, who we'll talk about later in Eating Raoul. Mm-hmm. Mary and Warrenoff is, uh, is is amazing. I mean, um, I, I always... Did you know that Mary Warrenoff was a member of Andy Warhol's factory? I did, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. She's got a certain, uh, you know, um, attenuated uh, appeal. Mm-hmm. She's got these long limbs and, and strange, you know, hands and an elongated face. She's definitely a unique screen presence. Oh, I would agree. Sure. And the father is played by Stanley. I guess mm-hmm. was his name is played by Garrett Graham, who is uh, who uh, played a very pivotal role in another one of my favorite films, uh, *Phantom of the Paradise*. Mm-hmm. He played uh, Beef, who's sort of this um, sort of pseudo rock and roll star, very <laughs> fat, very kind of like a very very interesting role. And Garrett Graham I mean, in this movie, I mean the guy, the guy's, uh, I mean you know he's he just hams it up with the best mm-hmm. of them. I mean he's you know he doesn't take it seriously for a second, but I mean how could you with a movie like this? Uh, so and yeah, and then you got the um, survival uh, survivalist grandpa living in a bunker in the basement. Uh, yeah, he's got a Confederate flag, and he's got sort of an homage to you know various uh, battles of, of, of years your, gone yeah. by. Of <laughs> and he's your, got a, from the future, or just your? <laughs> your, and he's got a, of course almost a, like a munitions depot. He's got a bunker. And, of course, he transmits some of this knowledge he has about uh, warfare to mm-hmm. his uh, grandson. And his grandson's a little sharpshooter as well. Oh, yeah. So these are like Second Amendment uh, 
NRA type guts. And and Grandpa had a really uh, really a great pair of caterpillar brows too. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and, and, and the the daughter is a, a valley girl, valley but girl, inexplicably yeah. she's into into metal. Mm-hmm. And she's got you know giant eighties hair, and she mm-hmm. speaks in the valley girl accent. Now, speaking of valley girl, um, I mean the theme song uh, for this movie, the one that was kind of you know singing really badly as this began. Um, it's by a band called the Fibonacci's. It's a really good. Uh, it's a Fibonacci. Really, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an obscure mathematical sequence. The world famous phenomenon. The, the world famous. I believe it has it has to do with the patterns you see in a seashell. Yep. But anyway, we won't get into. Actually, that. We'll, we'll play a little bit of the theme song right about now. Yeah. <laughs> So that was the Fibonacci's uh, doing the theme song in Terravision. Now, what's really interesting, and speaking of Valley Girl, uh, because uh, Frank Zappa, who had a really big hit with a song called Valley Girl. Valley Girl, Girl yeah. Um, he was almost in this movie. He, no, no, no. He was about, he was about he was going to do the score in the theme song. Oh, okay. He was this close. Now, I don't recall why Zappa ended up not doing it, but he was this close to signing on. And the other thing that's kind of interesting about this film is it is also a parody of sort of the uh, the garbage that was being fed through you know the Quaxial tube you know through MTV in the eighties and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. and um, you know Zappa he's got this really incredible song called "I Am the Slime." Yeah, where he basically talks about the same themes, you know, it's basically like I'm the slime from your video and so on and so forth. Um, this is also following up on our theme when we talked about demons, yeah, where something comes out of your television. Mm. That's sort of interesting that this would this be the next. Another, yeah, this is like a subgenre, yeah. you know, <laughs> demons one, two, uh, uh, Terravision, Video Drome, yeah. uh, Poltergeist, The Ring. I mean, man, you know. Yeah, interestingly, uh, Harry Shearer, you know, uh, from This Is Spinal Tap, he was he almost appeared in this movie as well. Well, if you could say almost. He was approached to play the lead role in it, and he turned it down. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so we could have had Harry Shearer, Principal Skinner from, okay. uh, from The Simpsons, and uh, Frank Zappa doing the score. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but what we had was pretty good. So, uh, what we had was really cool. Okay, so, so yeah, we have this, this uh, swinger couple, and um, Stanley, who is the, the patriarch of the family, he uh, pulls in this signal, which is actually this really bizarre... Cre- not creepy, but like this looks like a bit of a garbage dump. This alien, like the creature <laughs> effects are fantastic, right? Yeah. And um, the uh, the girl, uh, she's got a, boy- a boyfriend. <laughs> uh, she's got a boyfriend who uh, comes over and befriends this creature. Right now, the boyfriend's name is Od. Um, yeah, not to be confused with 
Overdosing. Overdosing, yeah. <laughs> Who was wearing probably one of the most uh, conspicuous wigs in the history of cinema. <laughs> yeah. But uh, OD is a metalhead. Um, actually, there's, there's a nice little cameo from Blackie Lawless of Wasp at one point. Yeah, Wasp, sort of a semi-forgettable uh, 80s. The 80s rocking uh, group there and, the, and, <laughs> and, <rolling> <laughs> and rock and rollers and this this guy's got the studs he's got the leather and at one point i guess the the creature uh you know almost thinks he recognizes it well he thinks because the, the 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 owner of the creature who feeds him also has these studded leather right, gloves right. so mm-hmm. i guess uh the the spread of metal is, uh, you know, beyond our galaxy to ones far beyond. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, the metal aesthetic. Yeah, you could do not uh, underestimate the, uh, the, you know, the power of eighties metal. The power of eighties metal, exactly. The Sunset Strip. There you go. Um, also, I mean, sort of going off on a bit of a tangent here, but we mentioned the fact that parents are swingers, and uh, they bring home this really, really bizarre couple. Yeah, uh, I think they put, out, they put out an ad in the newspaper asking, yeah for, uh, you know, like-minded folks. And I guess it uh, didn't dawn on them when the guy said he was into Greek. <laughs> that it wasn't just, like, the guy's name is Spiros. Right. And that he wasn't just into Greek culture and, you know, and the Parthenon and Athens and all that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, he was more into the husband than he was into <laughs> swapping with the wife. So. Now, now, Chris, let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you have a news, though? <laughs> no, I do not. Oh, that, that's a shame, because I make a delicious, delicious uzo margarita. Marga- margarita. Margarita, yeah, there you go. Sounds uh, like a disgusting combination. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, eventually this monster ends up killing all the adults and kind of regurgitating them in this uh-huh. sort of... It's sort know, of a weird slime stasis. Uh-huh, he doesn't uh-huh. actually kill them, as opposed to he suspends them in slime. Mm-hmm. And now, there's also another... Um, there's a character by the name of Medusa, who's uh, sort of um, a television horror hostess uh, along the lines of your Elvira. Yeah, she hosts a call-in show. And I guess we should mention for uh, our younger listeners who haven't heard of uh, Elvira, she was sort of a well-endowed, bosomy, big-haired, B-movie queen who had a TV show, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she would introduce these sort of uh, movies that sort of inspired us here. Yeah, and uh, so Medusa in this movie is quite well-endowed, and uh, <laughs> she wears this really kind of bizarre wig of uh, snakes. Uh, and yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it's it's um, about as yeah realistic as the metalhead's uh, wig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite lines is when... Um, when O.D. Uh, actually uh, plays a bit of metal, his own his own his band. own band. Yeah. yeah, he plays it for the monster, and he goes, "This dude's at the metal." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris, uh, what else? What else can we say about Terrorvision? I mean, this movie is, uh, like I said, it's quirky. It doesn't take itself seriously for a second. It's 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 hilarious. It's um it's got monsters. It's got uh, it's got slimy jacuzzis. It's got erotic art on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> It's got uh, swingers. You get swingers. You got, got an alternative lifestyle. You got Greeks who are into Greek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not there's anything wrong with that. No, no. Not at it's all. It's got machine guns. It's got machine guns. Yeah, it's got um, a creature that is. Uh, it's got more sort of in, in common with Gremlins that came around around the same time. It's that, mm, that sort yeah. of aesthetic. It has sort of a weird phallic uh, protuberance. It does have protuberance. It <laughs> with, with a single eye. Yeah, yeah. With, with a single <laughs> blinking eye. That's uh, very unsettling. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, in, in many ways, I mean, it's funny because, I mean, the, the TV plays a big part in this movie, and, you know, they keep flipping throughout the dial, and they keep... And a lot of a lot of these uh, 50s sort of uh, sci-fi B-movies come on, and some mm-hmm. of the movies that, you know, we see little clips on here and there are movies such as, like, Robot Monster or The Giant Claw or Earth yep. vs. the Flying Saucers. So There's... the way, this is almost like an 80s version of those, you know, sort of 
creature features, you know, these cheesy sci-fi movies from the 80s. Oh, yeah, and Kung um, Fu as well, and, you know, and the samurai movies as well. And But this movie also has a lot of heart. I mean, the, this family, to their to their credit, they try and get this creature to speak, mm-hmm. and they get it to repeat each one of their names. That was, yeah, that was, that, that was, was really cute, funny, yeah. and they try and introduce it to sort of, uh, you know, bad uh, fast, fast food, food Mexican yeah, fast yeah, food. Exactly, yeah. that, and they're rebuffed in their efforts to do this. But it's like, what, what was that movie, that little dude that made you cry like a, like a butthole? Uh, E.T., you idiot, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got similarities to, you know, Gremlins and E.T. It's, it's not overly gory. It's no. charming. I mean, I would almost say if it wasn't for all the uh, the erotic art on the wall and the the statue that like emits uh, water from the nipples, <laughs> I would say it would, be, it would be family yeah. friendly. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's it, there's a little bit of some there's a lot a lot of innuendo. Um, yeah. But overall, uh, it's it's a, it's a good time. Uh, Chris, uh, five stars uh, rating scale. Uh, one being a must miss, five being a must see. This is definitely depending on one's taste, a solid three and a half. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's it's entertaining, and uh, if your sensibilities veer towards a bit more of the uh, the goofy, the humorous, um, if you're not looking for like some sort of all-out gore fest, then yeah, you really can't do wrong with TerraVision. Uh, what did you learn, Chris? Um, <laughs> I learned that if you're going to install a satellite dish, it's probably best to avoid one that's called do it yourself, do it yourself <laughs> a satellite dish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess. You know, despite what other movies will tell you, I guess War of the Worlds and whatnot, mm. the, these creatures aren't particularly malevolent. No, they're not. They're no. Just, yeah. Some of them are, you know, um, fairly friendly and cute. And uh, mm-hmm. I learned, however, that do not call a space monster a butthole. <laughs> that will not. Uh, <laughs> that won't result in anything good happening to you. I also learned that um, Spiro makes a delicious <laughs> uso margarita. Um, sometimes you have to kiss the boot. Oh, that was a non word, Words to live by. That should be, that? Uh, you know, embroidered on a pillow. Do you remember or something. that scene, though? I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, like, you like the metal, dude? Kiss the boot. Yeah. Talk about a non Yeah, and, I mean... and a strange thing to say to a kid: kiss the boot. <laughs> and, and this, this, yeah, this Second Amendment kid. You know, he's armed to the teeth, so you don't want to make those kind of comments around. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he shoved his uh, his uh, machine gun into his groin when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, for more, check out uh, reallyawfulmovies.com, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.